Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Music, comedy, politics. It's Big Chris. In the green room! Podcast episode 73. Welcome, Greg Enright. Hey, pal. Hey, hey, Chris. Made the trek in from Bradford over in Simcoe County, Mm -hmm. across the border into York to come visit me here in Newmarket. Thanks for driving all the way over here. No problem. It's, it's always always good to come south of the wall. I feel yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, there's dangers up there with the wildlings and There is, man. Castle Black. And that John Snow, he's not there when I need him. For those who don't know what Bradford is or where Bradford is, it's just on the border between Simcoe County and York and it's uh a bunch of houses and a shoppers drug mart surrounded by farmers fields is that's, that right that's that's pretty much bang on that is a bang on assessment of that okay. <laughs> and then the main street actually that's not fair the main street is like dentist dentist pawn shop yeah dentist yeah what like i i don't i've never seen such a combination i don't know i think i think what happens there's a good little economic plan in bradford to bring the town up I think what's probably happened is people can't afford all their dentist bills, right? so they go to the pawn shop, and they hawk off their gold, and then the dentist shows up, buys the gold, and then plates their teeth, and I see. the cycle continues. That's, that's an elaborate plan. <laughs> it's just a lot of gold teeth, I think. There's a lot of gold diggers out there in Bradford, man. There's, there's, the game is real. The <laughs> underground gold tooth network of Bradford, <laughs> Ontario. Imagine we actually crack something. Someone's like, they're on to us. <laughs> Uh, oh, but we got the uh, we we should mention it. We got the the lovely village inn in Bradford. Oh, oh, really? The village inn. The mm. village inn is, is it a it? bed and breakfast? Um, there's probably beds, and you wouldn't want to have breakfast at this place. But oh no, no, not at all. It's a. Uh, I think the building's like a hundred and some odd years old, and it's a it's a it's one of the only like solid bars in Bradford. And in the basement of this this very very old building is a is a gentleman's club. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. you have a gentleman's club in Bradford? I want to call it a gentleman's club. Others would call it something else, right? Strip club is flattering. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, I've, I've been down there. You, it's a rite of passage. You go down once. I don't think we have one of those in Newmarket. I don't think you do. I think we're too squeaky clean here. Newmarket actually has a really good name for that. I don't even think there is like adult entertainment. I don't think there's much going on at all. There's a lot of police presence, I can tell you that. We got the dentist in the pawn game down pat. <laughs> and a little bit of strip club in there. That's that's That sounds like the Old West, if doesn't you, it? It sounds like the old Yukon Gold Rush. If you look it up on Wikipedia, that's what it says the main economy is <laughs> in Bradford. Uh, dentist and gold and, and daddy's tears for bad decisions. And Sin Bin Comedy, we should mention Greg uh, hosts. It's a yeah. monthly... At, yep. Is it Don Cherry's in Bradford? Yeah, we do. Uh, they still have Don Cherry's in places in That's Ontario. That's cool, yeah. It's good. It's actually a good venue. Uh, they got a side room, funny enough, called the Coach's Corner. And myself and uh, uh, my comedian buddy friend there, Jeff, saying we co-produce it. And usually I'll host, but we always have a different lineup from all the best comics from around and even the proven locals. One one year, though, this past week. Yeah, yeah we did our one year. It was, it was fantastic. We had... Uh, 
an amazing lineup. Uh, one of the features was Barry Taylor, who was... Uh, He's uh, been on the podcast yeah. before, like way back, yeah. uh, like one of the first episodes. And then uh, we worked together in Hamilton at uh, Y108 together. Yep. And um, great guy. Love Barry. And oh, I was, I was yeah. stat, sad to miss him. Actually, yeah, yeah. He, you know what he's uh i think he's he's the guy who runs comedy records I, I think yeah i'm pretty sure super nice guy real hilarious too and we had uh jeff leeson come out from london now he's headline. a crowd guy like he's he does yeah. nothing but crowd work and that you know what and it's something you take for granted i haven't been doing comedy long enough to be like i'm the connoisseur of comedy but i i can tell you if you have a comic who comes out and he wants to try to talk or what they call do crowd work with the crowd and you hope it's funny. There's no jokes in your hip pocket. And some comics might get a minute or two away with it and do okay or do really well. Jeff Leeson comes out for like an hour and kills with it. And it's just like you'd, you could watch him every night. It's a brand new show. I wonder how long it took for him sucking at it before he was able to be good at that. Because, you know, like like skateboarding, how many yeah. times do you have to fall before you can actually yeah. pull off that Tony Hawk move in exactly. real life? There's, there's far more feeling in comedy than anything else. I think you can almost compare it to like being an entrepreneur. There's no guaranteed format to go out and kill and, and make it. And I think yeah. you just fall flat on your face and then you, you know, pick it back up. But uh, he's been doing it for, uh, I think, 16 years or so, 16, 17 years, starting when he was 16. And I talked to him and he's like, oh, I was shit. He's like, <laughs> I was shit. <laughs> right. So he's got some, he, he's brutally honest and it's, and it's great. So he's a supportive guy too. So that's nice. If you haven't met him or whatever. He's, he's awesome. He's a great yeah. Dude. I did a show with him at the uh, perplexity show. Oh the, yeah. The escape room. Yeah. The old 55 special. Was that what it was? That yeah. what it used to be called? Yeah. So this might predate you though. I, I went to, I went to high school in the Barry area in the mid nineties and that, and that bar was like the, the place to go on like a Wednesday or Thursday it's for in the, the cheap. It's yeah. the middle of like offices and like an industrial place. Like it's it's the weirdest thing, and that's that what makes it so much worse because like it's away from the bar areas on Dunlop Street, but hidden away, at, like you said, at offices and industrial areas where there's no one there. Three blocks away. Hey, you want to get yeah. drunk and then you want to go rent a backhoe because you know there's. <laughs> a, <laughs> funny enough, lots of dentist office in that area also, too. Yeah, so, yeah, and and funny enough, crossovers isn't too far. Right. Yeah, that's crossovers. A, that's another strip bar. Yeah, right at the end of Dunlop. I know way too much about strip clubs. In I this see area. that. I got Simcoe County covered. It's I don't very go impressive. <laughs> I know where the bad ones are. That's horrible. So yeah, perplexity. An escape room now, though. Mm-hmm. It used to be a bar the teenagers got served at. Oh and, yeah, and yeah. and now it's a it's an escape room, which sounds. It sounds like it should be like mistresses and ball yeah. gags and 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 floggers like, and like a whole bunch of weird role play like yeah. eyes wide shut kind of shit like anal hooks like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that you're like I didn't have a good time they didn't even have any anal hooks at this escape room yes. that was the weirdest thing a buddy of mine who shall remain nameless one time like he met this chick on before Tinder like plenty of fish or oh, whatever it was wow. yeah. and and. Uh, she said, I'm into some, you know, some, some hardcore stuff. And he, of course, you know, you, what does that even mean? That could mean anything. It's too vague. Yeah. yeah that's so right? vague. Right. Yeah. And so I guess he showed up and she wanted to, him to put like this hook, like anal hook thing that like it hooks into your ass and then it goes and like goes up or like around your neck, like on a choker. What? And so like you can control, I think like how much Jesus. hook you get, like. 
Wow. I, I don't know, man. I, I've never heard of this. Yeah, I, this is one of the only. I I came across it on the suggested links on Pornhub one time. Really? So like, I know it's out there, and it's good quality if it's on Pornhub. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it it yeah. was one of the specific kink, you know, yeah. channels on Pornhub or whatever. Wow. Uh, you know, and and. I didn't have the guts to watch it to go through with it, but anyways, <laughs> it's weird. But it's some of there. the places you end up on the net, particularly Pornhub. Oh fuck yeah! Right? Y- yeah, you go on these journeys. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, I re- I don't know what it was. Someone sent me like a YouTube click of like, look at this rescue dog find his home, and and I'm like, a, I got a huge heart for pets. I don't know why, but <laughs> so I watch it. I'm like, oh, that was great. He came through. Yeah. And then also a suggested clip. Uh, Dr. Pimple Popper. I'm like, what is this? Oh, no. And it's like these massive pimples and cysts that this lady drains drains and pops. And, and, and I'm looking, I'm like, holy shit, this is sick. But I couldn't stop watching. And then I look at the amount of views and it's like 4 million. I'm like, well, that's not a alone. lot. Not and then alone, it was brother. posted like two weeks prior. So I'm like, oh. And then it's just this epic dark journey down this weird, <laughs> it was like a freak fuck club kind of shit where it was like the same rules of fight club. I'm like, just don't talk about it. Yeah. Like my wife caught me once watching on my laptop and she walked in the room and she's like, what are you doing? And I just slammed it shut. I'm like, gay porn. That's a way fucking easier conversation (laughs) than to tell her what I was just doing. But I had, um, you know how, okay. So, you do you watch you obviously you watch porn on your mm-hmm. on your phone right for sure yeah so i was watching porn on my phone and you know how like at a later date where you open up like oh i got to look up safari i want to google something yeah. and then boom like oh, the last yeah. moment that you were the moment you came you came and we're like i'm done yeah oh. and you just close the browser you yeah. don't mind clearing it off you just close it like in shame i i was never here yeah yeah you know? and uh and and so that was the moment you came that just pops up, boom, porn, <laughs> as you're trying to look up IMDb something. Yeah, you're trying to get on Rotten Tomatoes to see if that rental's worth it. Yeah, I had a yeah. coworker, uh, like I was IMDbing something, and she was yeah, looking yeah. over my shoulder. Oh, shit. And all of a sudden, boom, like porn pops up. And she's just like, this guy's a sicko. No, no, no. But she was the hottest chick in the office. That's in, probably the play you want to do. In my it's opinion. It's confident. It's like, hey, take a look at that. Well, I... I reacted like I think most guys would have like I just shut it down immediately like, <laughs> like pretended like it didn't happen you yeah. know but what I should have done is when, like leaned in like you into that <laughs> but but you, you, you like anal hooks <laughs> 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 but but that'd be funny if she was like is that an anal hook and like that's right it <laughs> that's is, right, it is. <laughs> no it was actually uh three chubby blonde <laughs> milfs uh getting assaulted by uh, a large penis of the uh the african variety the, so. the, the caribbean king yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways no i i love my fiance i would never yeah. uh, i would never have an office tryst same here I'm, i would never do that i'm married i love it i love it yeah you are yeah. uh you're so you're you and i are about the same age yep and our missus are about the same age yeah. um and you guys are trying to have a, a child and yeah. then we're being pressured, pressured. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. My dad wrote me a three-page letter. It's right here on the desk, actually. With looks like it's in pen and parchment. It man. is, yeah. So it was um, written in my great-great-grandfather's with my great-great-grandfather's pen. 
Wow. And deep, uh, with the hopes that the uh, the spirits of our ancestors would flow through the letter to convince, basically to convince me to have a child. So are you are you guys just waiting or are you, have you been trying or anything? No, we no we have. That's the thing is that we uh, have been fence sitters for a long time. Since we oh, met each other, yeah, we've been yeah. fence sitters. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know... I, I, I think my dad um, is tired of the fence sitting and wants us to yeah. think harder about it yeah. and, and and come to a conclusion. Um, but it was good. I, I went and visited him last weekend, so that was fine. Oh, okay, you know, cool. we, we had a father-son chat and walked yeah. through the woods together. To go check <laughs> Throwing on Throwing his stick and letting the dog catch it. Yeah, yeah. We went, well, we went and checked on his beehives because he's a beekeeper. Fuck off, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Already your dad is way more interesting than my dad. Dad is rad. Uh, he's, um, yeah, he's like... Um, He's, he's, he has a solar farm, and it's uh, so he generates solar energy. It's wow. a self-sustaining farm. It's or omega three chickens, so he has omega three eggs. Is your dad uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy? No, he's because I was just about to be like, fuck. I'm trying to think awesome. of someone who's more like he looks like kind of like uh, Sean Connery. He's very very tall. He's six foot six. Yeah, yeah. He's holy taller, shit. Yeah, taller than me. I'm six three. And wow. he's got uh, now it's a, a white beard, and but he's always looked like Sean Connery. So he looks like a so the parchment paper with the fancy quill kind of looking pen writing, which is yeah. awesome. There's no way what I'm envisioning and anyone who's listening is envisioning right now in their head. He is that guy. It's it's like, is Sean he like, Connery. I read when I'm reading this letter, I hear like Indiana Jones, Sean Connery, like Junior, yeah. it's time for you to have a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get the rock. Junior, Junior. Uh, that's awesome. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, so it's crazy. Anyways, that's my dad in a nutshell. But he's a uh, a very very. Um, emotional dude and and yeah. i get i get that from him too you know um and so yeah we've actually been talking more and more about it um you know we're maybe at the 80 20 on the fence yeah like pro maybe i would one. uh like me and my wife we we kind of had the same thing in the beginning we've been married for four years and uh I, I i remember even a few years before i got married like i knew eventually i'm like yeah this is probably the one for me right yeah and there's a panic that sets in, not because you're like, oh, I got to give up my ways. It was just, it's a weird concept if you're a bit of a, you're just used to doing things on your own, right? Mm. And uh, finally we get married and all that stuff. Everything's great. And I'm like, yeah, you know, fuck kids, sure, why not? Let's go. Let's just enjoy it a little bit. And yeah, we'll do that. And and we started, uh, I think, over three years ago. Oh, natural. Nothing was working. We did like a year. And uh, man, might, it might be might be almost four years we're almost been married for five and uh so yeah we had to go to a fertility clinic like to get you and you got to get like a prescription from your doctor wow. you go and you're like hey this nothing's working so we're doing the fertility clinic route the whole bit she's apparently all good to go all my stuff is solid and nothing's happened and we've done what they call and i'm going to get the name wrong but the acronym is an iui it's an inner Stitchal, whatever they do, the old turkey baster. They take okay. they, yeah. they they take the best of your boys and they time it correctly and they fly it up there, right? Little, and uh, we did like twelve of those, and then they're like, "All right, let's try the in vitro method where they take out an egg, the whole thing, get it to the embryo yeah, stage." Yeah. Like I know way too much about in. yeah, and put it back in, and how it works is that um, if you apply to the government or something like that, there's funding for this, right? Because it's expensive. So we got the first one covered, and they're like, how many eggs we get out is covered. So if the first one doesn't work, the next one we do, all that's mm-hmm. great. But if you get one, it's kind of one and done. So they did the extraction. So you're like your life's hanging on like eggs, which is the weirdest thing. 
So they get six, we get down to four that made it, and then two that could be frozen that would work. They took one of the two and it didn't take for pregnancy. So now we're at this like, oh, you know, what do we do? And, and you're, you're thinking about, it's weird. Like <clears throat> you think about the whole goal is like, I thought for sure in high school, if I sneezed on a chick, I was going to get her pregnant. Yeah. Like the, the time that I had to, like I had a girlfriend um, say, it's okay. Like mm. we've been together for a while. It's okay. I'm on the pill. You yeah. can just not pull out. Yeah. Like yeah. that was, that was fucking weird. Like that was, that was unnatural. Like, yeah. no, I, I have to, I, I have to pull out. Like, yeah. I, no way. I like it. Was, and it's not a normal feeling to even pull if you're on away. The, even if you you're do on, it, even if you're on the pill, like yeah. I'm, I'm still yeah. pulling out. I don't care. Oh like, yeah. Like I, yeah. I wouldn't even come in a girl's mouth for fear if she swallowed it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know a lot. About yeah. This yeah. Stuff. You had a shitty gym teacher. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. It's like an overhead projection. He's like, that's a uterus. Those are fallopian tubes. Don't kiss girls. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so now now we're at that point where uh, we got one more egg to go, so we're gonna wait. She's might has to have a surgery to see. Wow. And it's weird the 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 female like reproductive systems, the fucking it's like a miracle worker. Like all the stars got to line up. So they they the only way to know if she has anything or any issues, like say in her uterus or something, it's literally go in live, cut her wide open, and then take a peek. Wow. 2017 they still got to do that so she's i'm like fuck do you want to do that like i'm down for whatever she wants to do like i want kids like it's weird because like even a few years ago i'm like yeah okay now not because i can't it seems i can't have them but like i coach kids hockey and stuff with friends and like everyone on your facebook feed is posting baby pics right right it's annoying at first but then when but you then get in the mix, it. man, it grows on you. Once it's you're in the so, yeah. Once you're in the minority, yeah, right. I go to baby showers now, man. It's because there's couples baby showers. And I used to be like, oh, this is fucking stupid. I just sit in the corner and get drunk and make fun of shit. Now I'm all like, oh, let me hold them. Like, what the it? fuck is happening? This past weekend, yeah. um, we as a stopgap, um, Lisa and I took. Um, her niece Emily mm-hmm. um, on a on a little tour across Ontario. So um, my mom just uh, moved into a retirement home with my stepdad, and I'll, okay. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but so we went down to visit them, but also my dad. Since they're divorced, uh, we went visit my dad, who um, or Sean Connery. Sean Connery. All I can see. Oh yeah. Does he have like a suede coat? Junior. Um, no, no. He's more like a farmer. Sean. Oh, Connery. okay, okay. Yeah, like rubber yeah. boots and baggy jeans and yeah? like a plaid shirt. Does yeah. he have a? Does he have a pipe? No, I Fuck. don't. You know what? We've never shared that interest that I uh, and I don't know where he stands on it. It's a. It's, really? a, it's an unspoken thing in my family. I think they all know that I smoke weed, but yeah, no, yeah. we've never even talked about it fuck he so. probably has like a like a tobacco pipe like a smart a corn cob yeah yeah yeah, man. yeah, man, man. <laughs> yeah. and i'm not knocking the guy I think i'm he's... envisioning like the greatest dad ever <laughs> i know he does have a corn cob pipe but i think it's like an antique for my yeah. grandfather's or whatever oh, um, okay, okay but anyways so we took uh lisa's niece uh, down on this little tour and we brought her niece emily out to the farm she's never been on a farm before so my dad of course got to feel like the grandpa yeah. vibe and we felt like that was a sufficient band-aid this gives him his fix it's like the vape yeah yeah <laughs> like a recovering smoker yeah like here you're gonna get the niece treatment yeah. we're gonna be out of here in four hours then we uh <laughs> looped out to see my mom who um so what happened was she uh fell and broke her ankle oh no severely like she has a metal plate in it and she dislocated it wow. and nine weeks in a heavy cast um kind of business 
And uh, the other side of that coin is my stepdad has uh, is on dialysis and he's been not well at all and he needs a lot of care. So she was been, had been caring for him, oh. um, and then she fell and and broke her ankle. She's sixty seven, not that old, but um, uh, old enough that she can't look after herself with a broken ankle, let alone my stepdad. Oh, absolutely. So she just said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna." Move. Every, we're going to into a retirement home, and really, yeah, packed everybody. Yeah, and so, so I went down to you know, kind of facilitate and hi, say hi, and you know, yep. make sure everything's going yep. okay. Thank God, it's it's great. Never, mm-hmm. she's never looked better. It's awesome. She's ranting about the uh, the twelve table buffet. Oh, Christopher, the twelve table buffet. You should see it. It's amazing. I'm thinking, oh shit, this twelve table buffet. Like in a month, my mom's going to be in a scooter. You know what I mean? Like she's going to be just <laughs> overweight with a scooter with a flag on it. Like me, me. Like, come on, buffet. Let's not miss the buffet. Like, oh no. She's just wearing like day dresses all the time. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I hope not. But that's, that's good though. It's a good, good uh, load off her back, right? You know, yeah, it is. And that's that's the thing. They're looking after my stepdad. She has yeah. somebody taking care of him and her, and yeah. she's never looked better, never looked more yeah. rested. And I feel actually I felt amazing driving away from this In situation. That kind of situation, it sounds like it's gonna just prolong. The life she's going to have, right? Cause totally. For, for at that age to care for other people and yourself, it's a it's a huge battle. Yeah, man. You know, like yeah. I had a I have a grandparent who um, uh, has Alzheimer's, and uh, just just the work I see some of the family has to do with that. Like, yeah, it 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 ha- it, it catches you really quick, man. So, um, and for your for your mom to be like, yeah, you know what, we're going into a home. That's a rare thing oh, where I know. they decide themselves. Well, all my other grandparents you know? fought tooth and nail like they well, yep. they never did. They stayed home for most of their their lives until they went to nursing homes, but for mm-hmm. most of their like senior lives they were in they were in their own homes. Yeah. So I thought, "Oh god, it's going to be a fight with my mom." You know, like it's and uh, yeah, it's great that she made the decision. Um uh but and her house is just down the street. So I I mean, oh, wow. she may still move out. But I, th- I'm actually for her staying if she wants. Yeah, you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm, I think she's doing great there. So I'm, that's I'm happy great about man. it. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, uh, it's it's a little pricey. You know, you walk in, there's a waterfall. Oh, yeah. There's a little waterfall with fucking koi fish. You know, in the front lobby, and I'm just like, if there's fish at all, you yeah. know, it's a lot of money. <laughs> I know, right? Like <laughs> the waterfall might as well be dollars coming down. <laughs> yeah. you know, he's fucking uh, hopes and dreams. Yeah, coming down. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, Greg Enright, thanks for uh, popping by the green room, man. Yeah, it's man. Been a cool little hang. Our uh, time is up, but uh, next uh, gig, Sinbin Comedy. Who's uh, who's on the next one? Oh, we got a nice one. Saturday, May thirteenth. Uh, we got. Marito Antino Lopez headlining. This guy's insane okay. energy, super hilarious. And uh, Jeff Sang won't be able to make it, but I'll be there. Brian Ward is hosting. I think we got a local guy, Daniel Shaw, coming out. Right. Yeah, and, I know uh, Daniel. Yeah. And I'm missing a couple of names here, and it, it escapes me. Shit. Who do we got coming out? I'll remember. I, could, I should have looked at my phone earlier. And then I'm anyway, on in July. You're on in July, July 15th. Uh, you're coming on. With Mark Trinidad. Mark Trinidad's headlining. And it's going to be actually a really good one, too, because um, I think that's when I'm going to make my triumphant return back to hosting again so we can oh, get good. some really good people. My bad. We got, uh, for Saturday, May 13th, we got Daniel Shaw, myself, Annie Fruman. That's who I'm missing. Oh, okay. And, of course, Sorry, my God, she will, she's going to kill me when I see her. Our feature for the night uh, is Fiona O'Brien, all the way from the Emerald oh, Isles, yeah, right, Ireland. Good. Yeah. Oh, she, she's phenomenal. She actually said that she's going to come on the podcast when she comes down to do that yeah. Sinbin show. Yeah. So I'm excited to have Fiona on. Uh, I'm hoping we can uh, work it out because she has the coolest accent. Like, 
Irish, Amazing. the Irish accent is the coolest of of all uh, accents. By far, I think by far, like Irish than Scottish. But I think. hers is, hers is like the Irish accent. Like it's oh. there's nothing fake about it. It's so no. Irish. She like, herself is like the epitome of someone from Ireland. Like you, you get a lot of the Conor McGregor, right? Like that's most people's exposure to a famous yeah. Irish person. Like Fiona is such a such a phenomenally nice person, but she doesn't give two fucks. Oh yeah, that you too. Know? Yeah, like, like she's so good that way. And when you in hope when you have her in your listens, uh, when your listeners here, man, she's a delight. Like I can just listen to her talk half the time, and she's super hilarious as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so, so we'll have a, an accented show. That's always something I've actually yeah. wanted to have here is an accents roundtable where we have three or four different people with different accents. That'd be amazing. Come on to the podcast. Um, and just ha- let mayhem ensue. You would, you could use. I know uh, Jared Joyce. He's another Jerry Joyce. I think he's from Ireland or Scotland. Yeah. Well, Mark John, Trinidad. Mark Trinidad's from the Caribbean islands. Uh, somewhere specifically, he'll probably get mad at me for that. But um, <laughs> and then there's John. I'm going to say his name wrong. John Moiston. John Moston. I can't. I can't. I can't say it right. Boy, I'm so bad. He must be a hit with the ladies if his last name is Moiston. Would that be amazing? I fucking hope his name's like Moston. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I fucking never thought to call myself Moiston. You know, that'd be great for the ladies. Uh, okay, so maybe some of those guests in the future. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Subscribe in iTunes if you enjoy, and uh, check out Sinbin Comedy on Facebook. of the green room podcast imaging written and produced by quarter inch creative services hear more at greenroompod.com the podcast super friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers hi i'm Catherine o'brien from branch out programs in baton rouge louisiana i'm john gay from jagged detroit podcasts i'm matt Cundell from the sound off podcast network i'm david yes from pod 617 the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. 
wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.